Warning. Please skip this episode of What the What with Sophie if any of the following things creeps you out. Ghosts. Vampires. Clowns. Cosmic evil entities from the macroverse posing as clowns. So, Stephen King? <laughs> you have vampire teeth. O-M-G. <laughs> Welcome back to What the World Sophie. I am Sophie. And I am Steven. Welcome back again. So we we're actually serious about the warning. We're like actually going to be talking about this stuff unless you like watch PG-13 movies. Sophie and I were up really, 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 really late yeah, we last like, night. Yeah, we were literally talking for hours and we like haven't, hadn't watched anything. We we're like, alright, can we just watch the thing? But then we just kept talking and finally actually watch something yeah so we were trying to decide on what to watch we wanted to watch something that was a little scary but not too scary and we ended up just talking for a long time before yeah, like, we seriously hours yeah we talked for a long time before we ended up deciding to watch are you afraid of the dark season two yeah are you afraid of the dark <laughs> there was an episode with zompires his dad came up the name because they kind of look like zombies well the main one but, but, like, the others are actually vampires. True love, I knew I had it. True love, so hard to find. Daddy got some popcorn, and he also got some <laughs> peanut butter cups, and we got, like, two sodas. So, it was, like, movie theater. We do that occasionally where we stay up late and just talk about stuff. And I always thought that would be a really good podcast episode. But it's hard to record in the middle of the night when everybody's sleeping. But maybe one day we can figure that out. So at the end, we're going to do some scary stories, so stay tuned for that. But first, we're going to have a brief discussion about scary stuff and get Sophie's take on things that can freak out adults and children sometimes. My first question for you today is, what makes something scary? Well, usually when something's scary, it's not normal and, like, it doesn't look normal either. So, like, usually if you see a spider, it's got a bunch of lines and stuff on it. Or it just could just be a black spider. But when you see a black widow, you really know it's a black widow. And it kind of freaks you out because you see that little red part on them. So, you know, it kind of makes it, like, unusual. So, like, a black widow is really actually, if you think about it, it's actually really different of other spiders. And then, like, Pennywise... He looks pretty creepy. I think all clowns are pretty creepy. Okay, well that's actually one of the questions I have for you is, why do you think a lot of people are scared of clowns? Well, they have like, their like face and like body are painted. It's just not normal. It's like pretty creepy. And then they have that like wig. All the clowns have like the same wig, except for Terry the clown, he has the rainbow wig. <laughs> From Liv and Maddie? Yeah, from Liv and Maddie. <laughs> he's a DJ, too. He's not really yeah. scary. DDT. Yeah, I don't think he's that scary. So there, are, there's actually been studies done on why people find clowns scary. And the results are actually very similar to what you just said. So as humans, we use our eyes and we try to find patterns. That's how we interpret the world. And that's why when you look at the clouds, 
you can see an animal or a shape or something because your eyes are looking for patterns. So they found that people are scared of clowns because they're, they see a human shape, right? It's a head, two legs, two arms, but all of the features are just weird. They have exaggerated smiles, their hair looks funky, their eyes are weird. So it's actually a scientific reason why people are scared of clowns. I'm a clown. You want a balloon? Clowns are not normal people. They're aliens <laughs> from another world. <laughs> They're always just so happy. <laughs> What's with it, people? <laughs> okay, I have another question for you. Okay. What's the scariest thing you've ever seen? Either real life or... Fake. Or fictional or something you read... Can you think of one or two things that really I scared forced, you? Like, I have, like, a million things. But um, one time I saw a baby black widow when I was playing outside. And uh, I was just, like, going toward a plant. And I, I looked at the ground, and there was a spider. And I and I looked at it, and it had, like, a little red spider. I was like, OMG, it's a black widow! <laughs> <laughs> so I just I was like, okay, I'll kind of stay outside for a little longer. And then... I saw, like, this orange bug with, like, one wing. It was, like, little. It was, like, this big. Hmm. I know you can't see it, but, like... Pretty small. Yeah, it's pretty small. And I was like, okay, I'm going inside now. <laughs> so Sophie is and I are very similar in the fact that... We like bugs, but we just don't like them on us. Yeah, it's they're fascinating creatures. It's fun to watch videos about them and, and see what kind of crazy insects but... and spiders there are in the world, but... If it's like right next to you and it's like stinging, yeah, completely we'll different story. Inside. <laughs> Another scary thing I like saw in real life is scorpions. Let's tell the tale of scorpions. Well, that was actually our first episode. We talked about the ear experience. Like, so the tale of scorpions. One day. I was walking by the kitchen on a lovely, beautiful, sunny, I think, day. And I looked by the chairs and I screamed, Bug! Mom! Dad! It's a bug! <laughs> and they came over and they were like, Oh, honey, that's not a bug. It's a scorpion. And I was like, What's a scorpion? <laughs> And I'm guessing they explained. And then we saw more and more and more and more. And one day I was getting stuff out of the net where I had toys. So I was just putting it back. And on a toy behind it, there was a scorpion. And it stung. So my mom called Poison Control, and the guy was like, oh, oh you're all right. That, that one wasn't poisonous. They don't, the poisonous ones don't live there. You kind of reminded me of the Crocodile Hunter. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right, mate. You're all right, mate. Next question for Sophie. Why do you think people like watching or reading scary stories? Well, you kind of told me this last night. There's real scary stuff out there, but people make fake stuff, and they put it on the TV or in the book. Are you French all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm trying to be Italian. <laughs> I am Italian. 
<laughs> so people make fictional scary stuff. So you can kind of laugh because it's not real, and you know that the real stuff is out there, but it's way different. That was one of the things we were talking about late last night was scary stories and why people like scary stories. And I think exactly what Sophie said. There's a lot of scary stuff that's real in the world, and sometimes you kind of escape into a fake scary world, so you can kind of still feel a little bit of thrill, and you can kind of learn how to cope with those scary feelings without there being a very big threat. Because you know that Pennywise is just a dude in makeup. And I showed Sophie a picture of the actor that plays Pennywise. And she kissed my phone because she thought he was pretty cute. (laughs) 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 So Sophie, I got one more question for you. What do you do when you're scared and you don't want to be scared anymore? What you can do is you can look away, and you can kind of just close your eyes and think about, like, cute unicorn poop slime, unicorn (laughs) falling on a giant belly full of cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I tell my friends to think, like, when they get, like, stung on a bee. They get stung on a bee? (laughs) They're, like, riding on a bee, and then something else stings them? Well, I know something that Sophie does is she likes to cleanse her palate. So if she reads something scarier or we watch something scary together, she likes to watch something silly afterwards or look at pictures of her baby sister or old videos of her to kind of clear her mind of any residue. (laughs) So now we're going to be doing some scary stories. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go okay. first. I kind of need a brainstorm. I'm going to tell you a real scary story. Wait, this actually happened Act- This is a scary story. This is something that happened to me what? when I was younger. Okay? What? Okay. And I actually haven't told a lot of people about this. I haven't shared this story very much. And I don't, I don't think I've ever told you. I don't think you have. So there's this thing called sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. where when you are dreaming, so when your brain is in you know, when you're in, yeah, REM sleep. So what your brain does uh-huh. is it turns off all of your muscles. So you're paralyzed when you're dreaming because uh-huh. your brain doesn't want you to act out your dreams because what's happening inside your head during a dream is like real to your brain. Right. And so what can happen is you can wake up where you're a, you're awake, but your body is still paralyzed oh, because think- it thinks you're dreaming. Oh. So for, Several years, when I was young, I was older than you, I think I was like 10 or 11, I would wake up in the middle of the night and just be paralyzed on my bed. Like, even if you really tried, you couldn't move? Well, that's what you would have to do, is you'd have to, like, jump yourself out of it. It was a really scary feeling, because you don't think you can do it. You're just like, you're trying, you're trying, you can't do it, and then, like, you're like, I have to do it, I have to do it, and you just, like, wake yourself up. What happens sometimes when you wake up like that and your body's paralyzed, but your brain was just in that REM cycle of sleep, is that some of the things that you were dreaming about or some of the things you were seeing in your dream look like they're where you are in your room. So some people see shadow figures or shapes or something that looks like people or animals or whatever. And I had that a couple of times where I was paralyzed on my bed, awake, 
and it looked like there was somebody standing in the corner of my room. And you're, are you, like, really freaked out? Yeah, it's freaky, especially, like, for a kid. Even as an adult, I imagine that would be creepy, but for a kid... So you were just, like, laying down like this? Usually I would be on my stomach. So it was really scary, because I couldn't see anything behind me, or, you know, all I could see was what's, what was right in front of me. So I'd be paralyzed, staring at some creepy thing in the corner of my room, just like, gotta wake up, gotta wake up, gotta wake up, gotta wake up! <laughs> and then you're still just kind of like, it's a really, really weird feeling. So that's my scary story for you. Now, Sophie is going to make up a fictional scary story on the spot, right? Mm-hmm. So, submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story The Vampire in the Room. Alright. There's once a family. There were three people in the family. There was the mom, her name was Sarah, the dad, his name was Sam, and the little girl, who was five years old, and her name was Amelia. So... Amelia had moved into this dark room. Um, It was pretty dark, even if you turned on the lights, because the walls were black. Mm. So it was really hard to see anything. She moved into the room. She had a bunch of her bright stuff. And so um, one day they decided that they really wanted to paint the walls because they didn't want their daughter living in blackness. So they let their daughter take some wall paint and start painting the walls. But what the daughter realized is the walls were made out of coffins. Whoa. And she, when she painted over them, she could really see all the little details. And she was like, what? And so in the middle of the night, she was sleeping And she looked under her bed, and she saw four other coffins. She was like, uh... So she tried to get out of her room, but she looked through a crack, and more coffins were on her door. So she tried to go back to sleep, but then she heard... She she put the covers over her head, and she heard... And all of the vampires swarm around her, and they bit her. The next morning, she could smell blood, and she bit her parents and her puppy dog, too. <sighs> Don't worry, her puppy dog's okay. Okay. The puppy dog's just a vamp, a vamp puppy now. <laughs> a vamp puppy can bite other puppies. Um, hey, hey, no laughing. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. my story. It's almost finished, okay. I think. So, there was one person left in the world that hadn't got bitten. I mean, all the people in heaven, they're fine. They're fine. Unless a vampire dies, I mean, they're not fine then. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I mean, it's fine. They'll just turn into vampires, but, you know. I mean, I, I kind of like vampires. Anyway, the one person left in the world is you. <gasps> You're the only person left in the world. Does that mean you're a vampire? (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. You just made that up? Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Thanks. By the way, if you... Wait, wait, what was that one called? 
the vampire, the vampire in the, in the room. room. Oh, because you're the vampire in the room telling the story. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Daddy, you just blew my mind. Yeah, and you're a vampire now. Do you feel your pointy teeth there? Yes. I thought I feel them. I feel my pointy teeth. <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us in this episode of What the What with Sophie. Hope you enjoyed our stories, and we hope to see you next time. Yeah, bye. But if you got freaked out by all that stuff, and you're like, un- and you're under five, or actually seven, then you should probably let your parents know that this is an inappropriate episode for you. <laughs> This is after they've listened to the whole thing. Then they're going to tell their parents it's not appropriate. Yep. Okay. Bye! Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye! Bye, boy, boy, bye! 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 (laughs) When I was a youngster, a little older than Sophie... I discovered scary stories, shows, and movies on my own, and I have since become a fan of thrillers, horror, and the like. Sophie's had similar inclinations toward the dark side since she was very young. Whether it was Jafar, the Evil Queen, or Ursula, her favorite characters in Disney movies were always the villains. She begged us to dress up as Maleficent for Halloween when she was three years old. I'm impressed with how she delicately balances her bubbly, colorful personality with her love for things that are dark, scary, or unknown to her. So when she started asking to read thrilling mysteries, scary stories, or watch something frightening on TV, I thought maybe we could help guide her through that world, assuring her that these storytelling mediums were simply that, a way to peer inside the mind of someone who wants to share a tale that is chilling, but still fun to experience. I think her exposure to many different types of storytelling has given her confidence to explore every nook and cranny of her imagination. So if I ask her to tell me a fantasy story, she can jump right into the life of a singing fairy. And if I ask her to tell me a scary story, she produces something like what you heard in this episode, The Vampire in the Room. I know all kids are different, and many her age might not be interested in stories of vampuppies, but it makes me happy to watch her weave any tale she wishes at the drop of a hat. We hope you enjoyed this episode of What the What with Sophie, and we look forward to spending some time with you again soon. Until next time.